are the Mystery History Podcast. I'm Allison. I'm Rachel. Welcome to episode 140 on the murder of Kristen Theobald. This story is insanity. I can't wait to do this one. It's crazy. Have, mean, you, have you watched the, uh, the Netflix documentary, The Why Did You Kill Me? You know, I've tried twice now. And I, it's not because I wasn't into it. I think I just like got pulled away from it and didn't ha- wasn't able to finish it. So I stopped in basically the same place twice in the documentary. And that's just right after she's murdered. Uh-huh. And then I think it starts the like exciting part of them solving this, right? Uh-huh. And I've I never have gotten into the exciting part, just the oh sad gosh. part twice. <laughs> This this story has multiple different angles that make it crazy. Like it, the family is kind of crazy. The story you can tell that from the mom, yeah. Like early, she's, like they interview her right off the bat. I liked her though. She's scrappy. She's she scrappy. Is. She really um, is. And she did not let her daughter's murder uh, go unnoticed. She did a lot of work herself. Um, she's amazing. It really is. But but she has uh, quite the checkered past, as all the Theobald kids do, it seems, except, unfortunately, for Crystal. And we'll we'll talk about that. Oh, yeah. But before we get into it, we've got a few business items to uh, mention. So we have com- the giveaway for the tank top is complete. We do have a winner. Um, we are having oh, we're some- not going to tell you. <laughs> yep, we're not. So the reason why is because we're having some website issues, the uh, domain, there's an issue with that, and it's kind of kicking everybody back like the website is not valid. So we're trying to work with um, with our website to get that fixed. They honestly are not the best. Um, we were using Shopify. They have awesome customer service. Uh, it was just really, really expensive to do and a little out of my wheelhouse. So if anybody has any suggestions on websites for merch um if anybody knows how to do a bunch of cool stuff with the websites and would be willing to lend a hand uh we would greatly appreciate it so just send us a message if you know anything about any of those things because Allie's not having a good time (laughs) i i have had it issues at work i've had it issues with the podcast i just am (laughs) over it issues right now so much yeah and I feel like I need to go to college to be an IT person so then I can answer my own questions, like, in all areas of my life. <laughs> I don't think you'd be able to do that even if you went to college, friend, speaking from experience. And as somebody that works in the IT field, I still oh. have trouble. <laughs> it's it's like a Obviously, second language. Not, I haven't even, like, offered to help much with the website. I'm like, I can look at it, but, like... I haven't done any real help for you. So sorry about that, but I'm going to let you handle it. (laughs) And I feel like I'm not dumb when it comes to technology. I mean, I know how to do some stuff. Right. But this is just with a lack of help from the carrier. uh, It's just really hard. Um, Mm -hmm. But anyway, so we do have something. So as soon as we get that fixed, we will let you know. We will announce the winner. We'll give you the link. So if you didn't win a tank top, you can purchase one. Uh, we will be getting some for ourselves because we don't have any tank tops and we need some. We do need some. I need all the tank tops in the world, I feel like. I feel like and you're well on your way. The problem is, is that I got a really good collection and then I lost a bunch of weight of my surgery and now they don't fit and I am really having a hard time it's like my VHS tapes like this is a collection that's been years (laughs) in the making with a lot of money spent I don't know maybe I'll make like a blanket out of your old tank tops (laughs) yeah is that is that too much is that crazy I don't know that's a a little bit I think I would just start a new tank top collection I don't know you know me and I don't like to get rid of things. Maybe we'll make a single thing. (laughs) That's another thing I need to learn how to sew well. Like I know how to sew a hole that's on a seam, but that's about as far as I go. (laughs) (laughs) So the blanket would probably be complete trash. (laughs) Too much. (laughs) Too much. 
But we do have something else exciting coming up. Um, what do you we've got coming to us? We ordered some pins for our three-year anniversary. And Jamie was so kind to make some artwork for us. And we have those coming in hopefully on Friday. Yes. Um, yeah, Jamie did an amazing job with the image for our three-year anniversary. We loved it so much. We wanted to commemorate it with a pin. Three years in the podcast world is a long time. I mean, that's a long time. It so, um, so we're doing the pins. They'll be here Friday. And if you would like one, we are giving them to you for free. This is, we have a limited supply. So if you want one, holla at your girl. And we'll get you one. Yep. Um, I think that is, we're still kicking around the idea of a Ohio State Reformatory um, get together in June-ish or maybe August. We need to, I need to give them a call and see if we can lock down a date. Um, and we would love for you to join us. It is in Mansfield, Ohio, about three hours from us. Worth it. Unless we fall off a ledge on a prison tier. That would be very unfortunate. That would be highly possible. Hopefully mm. that doesn't happen. Maybe we will just, we need to start doing squats and then we can just squat the whole way on the tier in the dark. Just crawl down. Yeah. My knees pathway. aren't what they used to be. Need knee pads for sure. Ooh, we could bring skateboards. That and then sounds lay- dangerous too. <laughs> You know, I mean, no, not to like roll on, but roll on on our bellies. But then what if you roll off? I feel like the Ooh. railing has a hole at the bottom. You're probably right. That was a mistake. You're right. Yeah. Stupid idea. Scratch yeah. it off the list. We'll have to figure something out. We will. But we will keep you posted um, as that comes. That'll be a really fun time. If we can get the amount of people that we are that are interested in doing it to go, um, that would be amazing. Mm-hmm. Yes, our best our best investigation yet yeah because and, it will be a private one with just our people in a big place yeah that's super haunted um real quick also i am going to be doing kind of a solo mission with some of my cousins coming up memorial day um at the crescent sanatorium in pennsylvania and that is going to be pretty exciting. There are over 20 buildings at that. So it used to be a sanatorium. Then it was a, a prison. And now it's empty. And there's 20 buildings. And we get to go in at 8. And they'll do a tour. And then we get to ghost hunt kind of in our own groups by ourselves until 2 in the morning. And it's just me and two other people coming. And I've never done something like that with such a small group with such a massive place. <laughs> Isn't it and a public investigation? So it'll be more yeah. than just you guys, right? Yeah. Or will I mean, it if... just be you three? Well, I guess it depends on who buys tickets. I feel like Memorial Day weekend is kind of a bad one for them, for people that like live in the area. But for me, yeah. I'll be in town. So it's perfect. Right. Um, so, But I, I, I don't know. And I don't know if they let you go to different buildings by yourself or if they do like one building at a time and then shift. I, I don't know. But this will be the first time that I will be the seasoned investigator, like showing everybody the ropes. Yeah. That'll <laughs> That's be a so lot of pressure. Fun. You got um, this. Well, and, and my cousin and her daughter are going with me and they are they They like the history part of it, but like she doesn't watch Scooby-Doo. Like she is scared to death of all the things. She doesn't watch scary movies. So this will be very interesting with just the, the three of us, uh, you know, even though there will be other people around so we can caca if we get lost or something, but it's nerve wracking. Yeah. I'm kind of nervous about it. That'll be fun. I got to get flashlights plus like three years worth of batteries just in case. <laughs> Very important. Have backup batteries. Oh. Okay. And then my one last thing, sorry, this is taking a minute, but I... So I read the serial killer um, BTK book by Carrie. His daughter. Yeah. yeah. And and that was a good book. I just finished it not too long ago. Um, I talked about it last episode. She is a very good writer. 
But towards the end of the book, just in case it's like a trigger warning, essentially, it does get a little preachy. Um, it's it's very much about her faith and everything like that, which, you know, for her, that's what helped her through a lot of things. And, yeah. you know, BTK, he was head of the church that they went to. So she was raised that way. And I could see that would be a hard thing to kind of reconcile. Um, but anyway, so that so it does get a little preachy toward the end. Uh, but it is still a good book. Um, it details a lot of things that she'd gone through little hints, you know, after the fact hindsight's 2020 about weird things or things that she noticed that they just pushed away. So it is still a good book, but I then started another book that I just picked up on a whim and it is called still house Lake by Rachel Kane, C A I N E. It is one of the best books I've ever and written. It's a it, series, isn't it? it yeah, there's. I uh, just saw somebody post about this book. It was like, probably me. It wasn't you. I don't. <laughs> Wait, maybe it, it wasn't on your personal it, one. It was in the book club one that I saw. Yeah, it was psych psychological thrillers, maybe or you posted yeah. that. I did. Oh, it that's hilarious. I read that post and didn't realize it was you. <laughs> it was me because I'm so jazzed. So this book comes right out of the gate grip like it's gr just chilling and gripping and like you just want to devour it i tend to like shorter chapters in my books because i like to read chapter to chapter and sometimes i don't have 20 pages in me at the time uh her chapters are long that's the only critique that i have but it is so good and she's done something that i've never seen another person do before and i thought it was so cool so at the end of her book, like after it's all said and done, so this is a, a five or six part series. Can't wait. I luckily bought the first and the second one. The back of the second one was cool. And so I read it and then I saw at the bottom that this is the second book of the series. So I grabbed the first one and read that one first, but I don't have the other ones. So I need to go back and get all of the other ones. And luckily I found them at a secondhand shop and they were like four bucks a piece. Nice. But at the end so it's amazing please go read it and let me know what you think but she has put at the end of her book a soundtrack that she listened to at different parts of when she was writing the book and I have never seen that before so like you could essentially take a ride with her through a soundtrack of songs and the artist and see how she felt at the time that she was writing each chapter I, I just oh that's cool I mean, she's got Joan Jett on here, um, Marilyn Manson, who sucks. I mean, just him as a person. His music is fine. But um, 21 Pilots, Five Finger Death Punch. I mean, these are newer people. I mean, people that people know. Yeah, and new, newer is a stretch, but yes. Yeah. It's, <laughs> we're old. And, <laughs> and you know, there, there's a lot of them on here that I don't know. Like, she has thrice. I know them. But she's got some that I, I don't know. But I'm liking the vibe of it and yeah. i'm gonna go check them out so you got a good soundtrack out of a really good book uh -huh. it's like a, the best part of any i mean anything i've ever read it's just amazing that's why cool. well, why don't more people do that that's that's perfect i don't know i like that but anyway yes please 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 go read this book and then tell me all about it because i need i have lots of things uh, comments discussions that need to be Things had to talk about <laughs> i'm just blown away all right i think now i'm done sorry that was long-winded but it's you very had a lot important to say i did it's good cool all right so now we're back to the we episode <laughs> the mystery of crystal theobald and you can start us off on how this how this goes all right so crystal theobald was born in 1982 in riverside california Riverside, California is heavy with drug activity, and Crystal's mother, Belinda, was hooked on meth and at one point was dealing drugs that choice led her to go to prison. She has a brother, Justin, a brother, Robbie, and a 13-year-old brother named Nick. All of the family, you could say, they were a little rough around the edges, but Crystal herself never used drugs, and she didn't really like to party. Crystal got together with Juan, is it Patlin? Yeah. Patlin. Okay. And it is said in the documentary the two were married, but there are other conflicting statements that said that she wasn't married. 
there are pictures of her and Juan at what appear to be their wedding. So yeah, it's very weird. Who knows? Who knows? <laughs> yeah. They may or may not be married. They do, however, have two children, a boy and a girl. Juan and Crystal were living together when he started abusing drugs and she then moved back in with her mother, Belinda. Yeah. So she's like a zero tolerance policy, even though her mother was hooked on drugs. At least she's not dating them. Um, but she was very kind of, I mean, uppity for for the family that she was born into. <laughs> uppity or just like knew that she didn't want to deal with that in her mm-hmm. life with her children. And and because, you know, her and because sure. her mom, you know, had her problems, went to prison for it, all of that stuff. She had people in and out of her house because her mom was selling it. Um, and even Belinda in the documentary is like yeah i met i brought a lot of drugs into the city and i screwed up a lot of people's lives like she knows that she did not do a good thing yeah all right so so her family's kind of a hot mess and you can kind of tell whenever if you watch the documentary that they're kind of you know not up on like being a good citizen (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it seems like they definitely had a history with drugs, potentially still ongoing. I don't really know, but and that they, yeah, that they were involved in some trouble. There were some bad choices being made by the family. And this something to note is that this led them to, and, and we'll talk about it, but it led them to kind of a distrust in the police because they'd been, even though they were doing bad things that got themselves in trouble you know, they've never had any positive run-ins with the law. It's always been a negative right. thing. So they have mm-hmm. like zero trust with yeah. the law enforcement. And that makes sense. Sure. Right. They feel like they've been slighted in some way, even though it was all their fault. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> but they may have also been, just to be fair, they may have also been slighted in ways that were not appropriate either. You know what I mean? Like you, you never know the true and if you're pulled over and they see that you have a record you know they're more suspicious and things might escalate been mistreated by the law in the past who knows yeah all right now we're fast forwarding to um february 24th 2006 um just to back up a little bit there even though there's a documentary out there is hardly any information out there on, you know, this case. So I watched this documentary. I watched it a long time ago and that's how I knew about her. And then I watched it again. And then I watched it again to pause it, to collect data because the information that's on the internet is like not there. Um, So that's why like I was watching. So this is as accurate as it can be. um, But I was reading one article and it said, yeah, she had two children, uh, boys. And in the picture, you can clearly, clearly a tell daughter. that's a girl. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, and I don't, I don't understand the a married or not married. You would think that would be easily something they could figure out, but yeah, anyway. documented. Yeah. Uh, okay. February 24th, 2006. So at this point, Crystal is 24 years old at around 8 43 PM. Her brother, Robbie was parked outside of Belinda's house where Crystal was staying And they noticed a white Ford Expedition that was kind of pulled off looking suspicious, like white Ford Expeditions do. So he, being a hothead, you can clearly tell from the documentary that that's just his personality. He drove his car directly at the white Expedition, going super fast, like chicken with somebody who's parked. That seems like a terrible idea. (laughs) Terrible. Um, And they're not in the best neighborhood. So at the last minute, he doesn't hit the car, he swerves, and then he speeds off. But the expedition is like, what the hell, and starts chasing after Robbie. But the white expedition loses Robbie. So at this time, Crystal, Juan, Justin are in one car out in the front. And then um, Belinda is in another car in front of them. So they're kind of in like a caravan situation. Um, Belinda pulls up to the stop sign and she goes through it. And then the white expedition turns around, passes her and turns around right near the stop sign where now Justin, Juan and Crystal are parked. Justin's driving. 
And somebody gets out of the white expedition, walks straight up to the car and just starts blasting bullets. It's very unfortunate. Um, a bullet. Wow. Yeah. A bullet hit Crystal in the back of the head. Juan was also hit. And then Justin, I don't believe he had anything. He was driving. So Justin sped off and drove a to a gas station that was nearby and they actually have a video of him so he's right out in front of the doors and there's a video of the doors and you can see him holding his his sister he pulls her out of the car cradling her like a baby puts her on the pavement so sad um so unfortunately crystal did not make it but Juan um, was able to pull through. They took him to the hospital. He had to have emergency surgery. And it didn't really say where exactly he was hit. Um, I think he was hit a couple times. And he was luckily able to recover from the surgery. It's crazy. Wild. Wild. Just, and I don't really know where they were going. I don't know if they were just going to the store. They were just going somewhere. And... What's I think sad. they were going up to the gas station, if I, I remember so from the documentary, because it said something about, wasn't Crystal, like, either sitting on, like, Juan's lap or was in the car, right, like, in the seat right behind him in a two-door or something? Yeah, I think, I I think it was Justin driving Crystal in the pa- passenger front seat and then Juan in the back. Okay. And I think they I were going remember, to get cigarettes. Yeah, that's what I remember. I think they were just going to the gas station or something. And and what's really sad is that Robbie, in his anger, kind of kicked off this whole thing. Yeah. Yeah, that is okay. I just realized that the brother that started all of that was not even in the car that got yeah. shot at. Yes. So he left. And once he like lost them, he went to his baby mama house and stopped there. So that, that SUV did turn back around and go back to their house. Yeah. To try to find them. Yes. That's crazy. Yes. So Justin, Belinda and Crystal's family, they were of course devastated after her death they did not trust the cops because after crystal was murdered their tone sounded accusatory due to their history with drugs basically insinuating that this could have been something related to a drug deal gone wrong or perhaps they owed someone money so they come the cops come right out the gate basically blaming the victim's Mm -hmm. family for the situation correct her cousin jamie who was 13 at the time, took to MySpace to rant about Crystal's death and vented her anger there, as a lot of 13-year-olds were doing (laughs) at the time. Oh, Makes sense, and is something that children do. After the dust had settled a bit, Jamie had received a MySpace message from Nick, Crystal's younger brother, who said he had been hearing from friends that the gang 5-1- or 5150 sorry is that what it's called 5150 yeah 5150 yep like 5150 yeah uh wow no that's not correct (laughs) that's not how they say it (laughs) you could never act like you were gonna join that gang ever yeah i know they'd be like she's a cop The gang 5150 had something to do with Crystal's murder. He told her to check Crystal's Facebook page, and she saw that a lot of Crystal's friends were members of the 5150 gang. So that's weird. That is I mean, weird. I- For somebody that's like very out of wanting to, she seemed like she did not want to be a part of that life, did not want that around her if she could help it, but then was friends with a lot of members of the gang. Mm-hmm. which Very maybe that's weird. just the neighborhood like everybody's in the gang i don't know yeah i and i think that that might be a part of it i just think that the area that they were in was very saturated with this gang so of course you know if you're talking to your neighbors and they're the 5150 gang <laughs> uh then you add them on, on myspace all right Face- so facebook <laughs> Yeah, well, MySpace back in the day, that's what they were using. Oh, yeah, that it so it might say Facebook, it really was MySpace, but MySpace is dead. So, so you were putting Facebook, I was putting Facebook, but yeah, 
it check is her MySpace my page. There we yeah. go. So you could still have like your top eight. Yeah, or we're, your top we're, twenty. Was her the top eight? The fifty-one fifty gang. Yep. <laughs> yep. So who is the fifty-one fifty gang? Well, let me just give you a little nugget of information because there's not a whole lot out there on them either. Um, but the 5150 gang is said to have gotten its name from a police code used from unhinged people who are um, crazy and are a threat to society or themselves. So that's not a good start. Mm-hmm. No. <laughs> as, as per some reports, the 5150 to the gang refers to a person who's willing to put their life on the line. So they're willing to die blood in, blood out, but wrong gang. The blood Yikes. say that fifty one fifty blood out blood in I don't know okay. I'm not in the gang but obviously <laughs> <laughs> yeah five one five zero yeah <laughs> you're not either um the, the gang started in the La Sierra neighborhood in Riverside California around two thousand three they are extremely violent and very confrontational they've committed a number of offenses ranging from assaults to shooting and murdering people. Uh, within their first two to three years of becoming active. So you have to think about that. So this is a brand new gang. And it's, it's, we'll learn later is it's pretty much filled with a lot of little kids because that's how they pick their people. So for within two years, they've molded these babies into shooting people and killing them. That's very fast. A former member, Mario, said that they were like a family and looked out for each other. And he never expected that society was going to look at them as killers when he joined the gang, even though they were killers. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know how I don't know how young Mario was. He was probably a child. And that makes sense. Yeah. That you're naive. If you join a gang, just don't join a gang. Like, yeah, don't. They're they all kill people like even even like I don't know the mob and stuff like that's not a good don't join a gang. I mean I don't feel like we know anything about that life. So you're right. <laughs> I you're mean, <laughs> while to us it seems like just a no brainer to not join a gang. I think it really just depends on what your situation is. However. Yeah. I think it is interesting that you would join a gang and think that society's not going to look at you as a killer when your gang kills people. Like, he's never seen an no, episode of thing. Gangland. No. <laughs> Highly recommend. Great show. Um, and it tells you a lot about stuff and makes you paranoid as hell. Great. That's what well, I need. Because <laughs> in Gangland, everybody's a freaking in a freaking gang. Like, well, yeah. <laughs> so it makes you paranoid that, like, they're all you think over. everybody's in everybody gangs. must be in a gang you just somehow did not get invited <laughs> correct <laughs> most of the members and this is just like you're alluding to we would have had to have sought out a gang if we wanted to join a gang these gangs to these kids are just in their neighborhood yeah they find you most of the members had difficult childhoods which were full of abuse or poverty and the gangs would seek out kids at school in the playground um they would offer them alcohol and drugs and persuade them to join after they would say that they're joining then they would do like normal gangs do and they basically beat you in so they beat them up and then afterwards they're like okay now you're in because you took the beating which is that there you go that's your first sign that family (laughs) should not want to beat you up to join family right just that's a good life lesson for that's what the what well, that's what people are looking for is a group a family mm-hmm. and that's how that happens so jamie crystal's cousin the 13 year old went to belinda and told her that she could create a fake myspace account posing as another woman to get information from gang members of the 5150 to hopefully find out who may have been driving the white expedition this girl is 13 years old. Belinda 13. Didn't... Yeah, that's crazy. That's what we were doing, too. 
<laughs> we're not trying to find a freaking murderer that's true talking to strangers though <laughs> yeah. so she's 13 belinda doesn't know how to work myspace i mean of course she doesn't know how to no. work myspace but she agreed that it did sound like a good plan. This is so telling of how little they trust the police to mm-hmm. do their jobs and to help find Crystal's killers. They have no confidence yeah. in them. None. So Jamie created a profile for a Mexican woman named Rebecca and added as many 5150 members as she could. Rebecca's persona was just a hookup or party girl and the information they were getting was limited. Belinda came up with the idea of creating a new MySpace using Crystal's picture and calling her Angel. So they had done one. They weren't getting a lot of info. So they decided to do this other one. Jamie agreed and set up the new page. She toggled between both Rebecca and Angel's page to gather information from these people. Wild. 13. Crazy. Talking to gang members. Mm-hmm. I mean, like... I don't know. She seemed like a very mature 13 year old, but yeah, your, your cousin just was murdered and you're talking be to, scary. <laughs> yes, because to, you would have to, to her potential murderer <laughs> and you'd have to believe that if these people found out that I'm catfishing them, essentially, like yeah. they're going to murder me because they didn't have any reason to murder Crystal and right. I'm screwing with them. Yeah. Wild. Uh, Since Rebecca's profile was the party girl, Angel's profile needed to be different. She needed to be something more, something that the men would start really falling in love with and not just some random hookup. And 13-year-old Jamie, she knew how to work it, okay? I think that is crazy because Crystal was 24. So she's got a 24-year-old woman's picture on her profile and she's 13 talking to these killers young young adult men and Mm -hmm. they are buying this she said i'm imagining we're going to (laughs) she said that she learned she tried to like embody crystal yeah um it seems like she looked up to crystal a whole lot and so she said that she basically did everything that crystal taught her how to do um how to talk to guys and how to act and how so she embodied crystal for this page which is so sad because while you're trying to do something you know good and trying to solve her murder to already be in that negative headspace and then have to pretend to be her for who knows how long like that is that's some mental stuff right there Mm -hmm. that would be so hard i hope that they got her some good therapy after this because that yeah would be a lot to process And you wouldn't, I don't feel like, be able to, and maybe not, whenever you don't know who murdered your loved ones, but to not be able to really grieve properly. Yeah, because you're turning right around and trying to figure out who did this. Mm -hmm. And and having to constantly be be in that headspace of her. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. She's... She started communicating, 13-year-old Jamie, with a guy named William Jokes Satello with Angel's profile, and the conversation started getting really deep. So it wasn't just surface stuff. They talked about, you know, all kinds of stuff. So she would lead the conversation into the fact that she's sad because she's missing her mom, and the reason why is because her mom went to prison for meth. So it's not really far off from Crystal's life. She was really mimicking mm-hmm. exactly who Crystal was. And and it goes to show, too, that, like, she's talking to all these 5150 guys. And Crystal's profile picture is actually of Crystal. So they obviously didn't know who she was or even recognize. Because if you murdered that girl and you remembered her face... And I saw her while scrolling through MySpace. Like, that would be, I would be crapping myself. All right. After talking for a while, Jokes started pressing Angel to come meet him at parties. He even was offering to come pick her up. Jamie started freaking out. She was like, 
asking Belinda, what do I do? What do I do? That would be scary. (laughs) Yeah. And she asks jokes as angel. If he were to come pick her up, what kind of car would she be looking for? Very smart. Right. And he said a white Ford expedition. Shut the F up. Mind blowing. What what are the odds? Yes. And especially somebody who takes it, you know, and starts going deep in, you know, this conversation. The one person you actually have like a relationship with at this Mm -hmm. point. That's Mm -hmm. crazy. They immediately call the detectives who are completely unaware that they have done this like catfish spy operation. And they told them what they had found. The detectives picked up William Jokes Satello pretty, pretty quickly. And they started questioning him in regards to the shooting. He confessed that he was the driver of the car and said that Julio Heredi, also known as Little Hero, was the gunman. Because they did not have enough evidence to hold Jokes, they let him go. And the cop wanted to make sure that he was kind of getting on his side, right? He thought he wanted jokes to think that he was in his corner telling him, say, you know, tell me all of this stuff and we'll go easy on you and all that stuff. And they told him that they would release him. So they didn't have a lot of evidence anyway. He promised he would release them. They did. And unfortunately jokes disappears. What the heck? He gone. Did they tell him how he became a suspect or did they just I, pick no. him up? No, they just okay. picked him up. Okay. Okay. Like watch, like doing this as like, it's unfolding. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what happens, <laughs> but dang. All right. So after learning that detail, Jamie decided that this wasn't healthy for her to do any longer. Okay. That's fair. Mm-hmm. She was mourning the death of Crystal, and now it was just becoming too real for her. She gave over full access to Belinda, who continued to use the account even after the the detectives told him that it wasn't a good idea to do it. Because it's not a good idea. No, it's dangerous. Yeah. It is dangerous, for sure. Is that legal? I mean, it is, right? I mean, you'd feel like, though, that it could possibly mess up the investigation if they throw out the evidence because you didn't do this exactly the right way i mean i could see where it would be like messing with an investigation yeah huh belinda went a little crazy after getting into the accounts she would use the accounts to start feuds between the 5150 gang and the casablanca gang telling the casablanca gang that 5150 was talking shit about them and if they have a problem with it, they can go to a specific address and that the guy talking shit drives a white Ford Expedition. Mm-hmm. Oh, shit, Belinda. <laughs> she went hard. OMG, Belinda. <laughs> Belinda. The police noted that there was a higher crime rate on white Ford Expeditions being shot up and set on fire while Belinda was on her crusade. I feel like she could have gotten in big trouble for that. <laughs> I feel like you, sh- yeah, you could definitely get in big trouble for that. I would think. And oh luckily, nobody died. Like, I don't know. I I get it though. I mean, I get. I I can't even imagine. Oh yeah, you would be raining fire down on the world. Yeah. Like I'm just here to watch it burn at this point. If you kill my baby. <laughs> so so oh, why don't goodness. you take us through this next part? Because this is even crazier. Oh okay. She went even crazier when she started planning something called the end of the world party, where she was going to say she was having a huge party in a secluded location, get all of the 5150 gang there, and then she was going to shoot them all. I mean, she went, she found, I can't remember if it was like a dump site or something, like a a warehouse empty lot. And she planned it so precisely, like, okay, so if we do it this way, they'll only have one way in and one way out and I can just mow them down because they can't get out. Like, like she was ready to go. Luckily, she bailed on that idea and at that point realized she needed to hand over the social media accounts to the detectives to use. 
smart good on her for realizing she was in a bad headspace and she needed to take a step back oh yeah because i could see how i mean i could see it i can see yeah it. i can see it too i would totally <sighs> see wanting to rain hellfire down on anybody anybody even if- or related yeah. to who is responsible or any of these things yes mm-hmm. Ooh. Ugh. all right so now the detectives have the accounts. Belinda's not working on them anymore, which is good for her. The police called William Rascal Lemus and Manuel Tipper, or I'm sorry, Tripper Lemus into questioning. They, I can't remember exactly how they found these guys. I don't know if it was through the MySpace page or how they got this tip. Um, but they stated that they were both in the car that night during the shooting. They gave really vague answers, but decided that they were leaving the 5150 gang after that. Like it was just, they were in a car whenever somebody was murdered, they're done. They were done. Oh yeah. After they tried to leave, they were planning on going to another town. Um, and that he had like all of his family members ready to go, but his parents were like, Nope, I'm not going to go. They were, uh, you know, a Mexican family, they probably didn't have the means to just pay. I mean, it's expensive to move. Pick up and leave. Yeah, it is. And, and they've lived in that house for forever. They were like, we're not leaving because somebody's, you know, possibly could threaten us because you're leaving this gang. Unfortunately, they should, they should have left. Um, the 5150 gang surrounded their house, um, they the parents just said that it was like a mini army like all surrounding their house and they actually ended up setting fire to it but luckily the parents were able to escape and they are interviewed and the mother is like beside herself because all of their sentimental things they lost everything they yeah. lost everything um now i'm so glad they made it out of that house though with this little mini army surrounding mm-hmm. the house like that would be scary to even leave your yeah. burning house to get out oh yeah and and with i mean as gun crazy as these kids are they're lucky yeah. they didn't get shot now with the twins not twins brothers having anger in their hearts toward the 5150 for messing with their parents who did absolutely nothing to them they decided that they were going to fully cooperate with the police and tell them everything that they know about the 5150, about any questions that they may have been vaguely answering. They confirmed that Julio Herrera was the shooter, which is the same one that Jokes said was. And because of Rascal and Tripper's cooperation, they were not charged for anything for the murder of Crystal. Um, and they have been charged for anything anyways. They were just in the car, maybe fleeing the scene of an accident. Uh, You know, um, they didn't turn in in a murder. They weren't even driving. Oh yeah. They didn't turn them in. I mean, yeah. I mean, I feel like that's a big, I don't know. I feel like that they're, they're insurance something. We should should probably get more familiar with the law. (laughs) I've never really questioned it before because if I saw a murder, I would report it, but I don't really know if you can get in trouble for not i mean i'm sure you can seems like you should (laughs) well and i think that they are like a party too like an accessory because they were there in the car it's not like they were walking their dog and saw a murder and just forgot to say anything like they were (laughs) yeah they were there (laughs) okay i see what you're saying yes hmm so they confirmed that he was the the shooter. They were not charged for anything in Crystal's murder. Um, they stated they believed the car Crystal was traveling in had a rival gang in it because of Robbie speeding towards them. They thought that that was a rival gang. And because it was so shortly after they lost the car in the exact same spot, they just figured that it was a rival gang in there. And her death was due to mistaken identity. So they they, they call um little herrero in and i don't have this in the notes um but they call him in and they're questioning him about it and that he says that they were shot at and that's why he returned fire basically you're not going to get out of your car they were shot at when 
Exactly. There was no evidence suggesting there was no bullets in the car. It, there was no glass broken. Something would have hit something. I mean, it's a big ass car. They were saying somebody from the car crystal is mm-hmm. in fired first. Yes. Ridiculous. And and there's n- zero evidence of that. Yeah. Um, it doesn't really sound like crystal's the type of person that would be a party to. No, no. That, so anyways. Well, and, and that just completely i mean maybe the other guys maybe that was just a comment to try to be like oh i was just you know trying to protect myself but there's no way that it could have been a you know they're dumb if yeah they're gonna say that that's why and that's why they thought rival gang members were in it yikes yikes so julio yeah her heredia Mm mm-hmm He was arrested for murder. In 2011, Julio was convicted of first-degree murder, and he avoided the death sentence only because the Theobald family requested it be taken off the table. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. That's very big of her. did not see that coming when Belinda was ready to shoot up every single one of those (laughs) gang members in a dumpster. (laughs) Yeah. Like, really? So she Belinda did some work. had come a long way from wanting to throw a party where she could shoot all of them, as I just said, to feeling merciful and wanting Julio to die in prison instead of being executed. Belinda said, I did the right thing for the first time in my life. He received 138 years to life, which means he'll never get out of prison. So she got her wish. I mean, he's going to yeah. die in there. Yeah. That is so grown of her to pull that off of the table well i guess what kind of was the catalyst for that is you know robbie and justin were not the best like they had their run-ins and things and this kid i mean he he was a kid he was like 18 years old probably looked at that and thought this could be my kid well that's what this could be one of my kids i think justin or robbie one of them said you know i i would have made that mistake whenever i was that young think about how i was at that time if i would have had a gun and the situation would have been the same would i have done the same thing and and that really yeah with her Mm -hmm. yeah 10 years jokes hid from the police and had fled to mexico Belinda received a tip on Facebook that she shared with officers and that led to him being arrested on January 23rd, 2020 jokes pled guilty to voluntary manslaughter among other firearms and gang charges. Belinda made a victim impact statement and said she could now forgive the people who were were responsible for her daughter's murder. Now that they would be punished for it. And jokes was sentenced to 22 years in prison. I mean, this happened in 2006. Yeah. And 2020 was three years ago. This is, I mean, this is fresh. And and he that. had, he had a family, he had a wife, he had kids in Mexico. Like he had just restarted his whole life. And they went down there and got him. Uh-huh. Because of Belinda again with the, the Facebook the now. Facebook, yeah. But uh, yeah. She Crazy. Made sure she cleaned that up, didn't she? She did. Well, I'm happy for her being able to get justice for her daughter. That is a happy ending in a very sad story. It's a total, yeah, totally. And and there's so many, like the, the fact that they did their own justice and like went after it, like that's crazy for a 13-year-old Jamie to essentially nab the person that murdered her car. cousin. Yeah. Like it's yeah. just crazy. Luckily, um, Belinda has since cleaned up her act. She admitted that she was high on the night that Crystal was murdered. And Crystal constantly begged her mom to get clean. And finally, after the death, her death, she has. The last day she used was the day that Crystal was murdered. That hits my feelings. But but on the other side of things, can I just remind you that that means that she planned an end of the 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 what is it the world party sober wanting to murder all those people she's ready to go i you know i just think it's amazing that she was able to stay clean after dealing with that tragedy oh yeah because that's probably when you would want to use the most to get out of 
feelings. your feelings mm-hmm. and dealing with what's in front of you. And yeah, I, I yeah. love that she stone cold stover was like, you know what I'm gonna do? Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna kill everyone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and that's I think that's just a mother's love, love. I mean, for their baby. Yeah. Um, and she because Crystal was like her pride and joy. She had all of her boys and she wanted a girl so bad. And she finally got her girl and they were like the best of friends, even though she had her problems and everything, they were two peas in a pot and and it was just ripped from her. So wanting it for so bad, getting it and then losing it all. That's, ugh, it's just terrible. No parent should ever have to bury their baby. And and for what? For For nothing. Nothing. Yeah nothing and and the fact that crystal was the cleanest out of the bunch i mean she wasn't into any of that stuff and then died by a gun from a gang member member, belinda just can't stop solving crimes (laughs) so she created a facebook page called unsolved murders in riverside and she continues to raise awareness of cold cases in her area and hopes to find some sort of information so she's still like going what an advocate i mean love her the best i guess silver lining out of this everybody that was involved was captured and put to justice belinda gets clean and she's now helping other people who have lost family members yeah good for you belinda yeah, taking the worst situation and, you know, doing the best you can with it. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I mean, it could have gone, especially with her drugs. I mean, yeah, she could have done just like you said and just buried herself so yeah. fast. And this is amazing. Mm. Yeah. Such a sad story. Yes. Um, But I highly recommend watching the Netflix documentary, Why Did You Kill Me? It interviews everybody. It shows the the police footage of them interrogating. It's really, really good. Um, and like I said, I I went to a lot of websites because I had to piece it together. Um, and there's really not a good one website out there that's got all the information. So I used um, the Cinemaholic, um, Parade.com, MovieMaker.com, PopSugar, The Sun, New Sun Zip, Glamour Magazine, The Tab, and The Cinemaholic again. Um, but most of the, the information came from the documentary, and it's it's good. So if you watch it, let us know what you think. And I'm going to so, go finish it now. So Yeah, yeah, you got to. We hope that you enjoyed episode 140 on the murder of Kristen, Crystal Theobald. We hope that you have a lovely week and we will see you next time. Bye. Bye.